0: Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Moran. throwing it down with the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. You can find me on Twitter at SportsRage. You can find Cam at Cam Stewart Live. You can find us uh, right here daily at uh, 6 o'clock weekdays on SB Nation uh, Radio. And of course, Sports Grid. Get on the grid. All right, we've had a, a fun time in hour one. Let's keep this thing uh, rolling uh, right now. We will get to your questions of the day. George Kurtz is going to step up and in. Me and George are getting some baseball. Me and Cam will talk a little baseball. And uh, Jeff Passan wrote a great piece over at ESPN.com about the future of baseball and the challenges and, um, and the situation uh, that they're dealing with uh, right now. And it's very, it's very interesting, but it's very complicated. And it could get ugly, actually. Like, baseball, they might play. They might, like, end up really fighting. Um, it could go in a lot of different directions, like the real world. Uh, is uh, right now. Think about baseball too, Gabe, with
1: the stadiums, with all the rain delays and stuff. Those are things that are always encompassed into the season. Now with COVID-19, like, as you like to say, they need a clean ride and there won't be a clean ride because there's a lot of factors on top of it. Baseball is very, very complicated. And let's remember, hockey and basketball already played
0: like 85% of the, like, the season.
1: They just yes. can wrap it up or go right to the playoffs.
0: Big, big issues. Um, uh, like I said, a great piece by Jeff at one of the, you know, one, uh, one Major League Baseball executive said the minimum they can pull this off is, is 60 days, essentially. Like play for two months only. Like basically play like a tournament style season. Yeah, it doesn't you know? seem real. I know, I know. But the problem is, if we get into it, you know what it always comes down to? Money. Yep. And the players don't want to play. You and I have talked about this. Mike Trout's not. They're not down with the uh, the isolation. They're not down without the families. We've talked about it. It's different. It's a different situation than um, than the NBA. That would only be six weeks or five weeks or something for the NBA playoffs to take place or the NHL yep. playoffs. This is an entire season that they would have to play. The Arizona plan. Listen, Ken, I think the best plan they had yet was the spring training plan. I agree. Keep half this. Keep the teams as is in Florida and Arizona and the spring training leagues, the cactus and the grapefruit leagues. Play those games there, no fans. And and how many games? How many Uh, games season? I think you know what eighty. If you can pull it off, half the season, seventy-four, whatever. You know
1: what I mean? You can't have two a two-month tournament. That that really tarnishes it. I think eighty games is still kind of legit. It's half the
0: season, but yeah. So now the problem is. It's too many players to put the entire league in one city. Like yeah. you can't. There's not enough hotels. There's not enough, like, you know, we get into the test and the text. That's another thing. I'm just talking about the logistics of it. So something that's interesting, at least like I said, they're trying and they're looking at ideas, three different cities. That's, that's better. Three different cities. The cities all do make sense. Phoenix, Dallas, Texas. Yep. Tampa, Florida. Why not, yep. You got totally. a dome, you know what I mean? Rattle off like three games a day in the dome. Yeah, that dump, is uh, the best thing you can use it for, to trop. <laughs> and you know what? We talked about how politics would come into play. Yep. All three places open for business. Yep. Exactly. Texas never really wanted to close in the first place. Arizona was slow to close and they're bitching about opening. And uh, we know about Florida, and to be honest, the Tampa area is actually hasn't been hit all that hard. It's a very weird virus. Like it'll hit some parts of a state hard. It'll hit other states harder. Like it's all over the place, this virus. But Tampa hasn't been hit as hard. Doesn't mean that it won't be, but it's not, it's not a crazy plan. So basically they have 30 teams, Cam. 10 teams in Phoenix, 10 teams in Dallas, 10 teams in Tampa. I got no problem with that. I think that's a
1: good. I, I, I think that that's okay. I don't mind that at all. Um, there's also talk
0: about a giant playoff. Give us 60 days, one official says. We could run an amazing tournament. Um, It would basically be the World Cup of Baseball format. Six hubs, five teams per hub. So six different cities, five teams in each city. Uh, You choose the hubs by division. So each division would be in a different city. Um, And then basically you play on, and it would take two months of of, of a format that would get through it. Mm -hmm. Now, they don't want to do this. All right. Now, baseball players don't want to be isolated for four and a half months. No, they don't. They don't want to get tested a million times. I, have you ever even seen a test, man? They stick a swab up your face and stuff. Like, players oh. aren't down with this. Why is
1: it? I thought it was pretty simple, like a DNA swab. It's not nah, like that.
0: Yeah, it is in like Switzerland and Germany and stuff, but no, not here. Near? No, they jam a, <laughs> a Q tip into your brain, bro. Oh, it's not no, fun. thank you.
1: I got enough uh, problems.
0: So, basically, um, here it is from Jeff Hassan. What happens to the players if there is no baseball? A few things, none of them particularly good. Instead of the four billion dollars in collective salary they're owed, they get the hundred and seventy million dollars in negotiated in late March agreement. Wow, that's it.
1: That's not cool.
0: Suddenly, that tells me the players uh, are going to
1: play. I, I know, know that idea is going nowhere. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you you talk about right. those uh, funds, and they're just saying nope. Check, please. Not All happening. Right, so.
0: The money runs out at the end of May, which for leverage purposes, you'll see why later aligns with there being movement toward a plan to play around that time. Uh, the players head into a year uh, which the collective bargaining agreement, agreement expires, God, of all times, too. Eh? The CBA is expiring. And the owners are bracing for a fight to reap as much money as they can to make up for losses in 2020. Everyone gets a year older while the agreement grants a, uh, players a full year of service in the event of a lost season. Those who reach free agency will be greeted with a depressed market no fans revenues down suddenly salaries are going to be down yep baseball players aren't going to like this like you know what I mean like it's just and this is the one league that has enough juice their union that they're going to be upset about how this is all playing out long story short they're not going to have a choice but to play guys yeah baseball four billion or 170 million what are they going to do COVID-19 was
1: the one thing that would obviously hit baseball the most. Remember, these guys were going to start uh, playing, Gabe, in March, not April. I remember they used to open up the season my, around my birthday, like April 4th. they They're talking a week before in March. We still have all these things going on. Thank God for the other leagues that they've actually uh, done some work and are almost at the end. So I think that's a hell of a lot more realistic. This baseball thing, to me, is
0: getting more and more unrealistic. March 20th, and it's funny, this year, ironically enough, they were going to start earlier than that. They were going to start March 26th. Yes. Yes. Um, now, you know, I think they'll probably start in August type thing. My guess is August, September play, you know, three months, the playoffs in neutral field in California, or not California, but Texas, Arizona, or whatever, et cetera, where you know the weather is, is not that bad. It's gonna be a challenge, but there's there's a lot of stuff to get through. This is something interesting, too. Um, the leagues need tests, okay? And testing isn't available. Put it in perspective, there's been like 5 million people tested in America, okay? And, you know, they, they, there needs to be a lot more. Like, Major League Baseball needs over twenty-five 000 to 30,000 tests a month. Now, in Italy, they want to start playing soccer again, and there was a big outrage amongst the public. And you know they love their league there, but yes, there's still a do. big outrage, stating, you guys can't hoard all these tests right now. Like regular people, nurses still aren't getting tested fully. Yeah, exactly. And what a bunch of soccer players? You guys are going to take all these tests? It's not happening. So Syria realized a good I, uh, a good um, a good way out of this, and I brought this up before. They're going to donate five tests for every test they use. So basically, if Syria buys a hundred thousand tests and they take a hundred thousand tests. They're going to give half a million to the hospital system. That sounds a lot better. So the NFL needs to do the same thing. Like the NFL would need like a million tests. Yes. So that's going to really upset people. There's only been five million tests given through this entire pandemic. And the NFL is going to take 25% of them. It's not going to be a good look. People got mad. The Brooklyn net players got tested that time.
1: Exactly. So people
0: get mad quick. So these leagues are going to have to think about this financially guys. Like we need to buy tests for us and we can't just tell the public to screw you we're gonna to have to donate, right? So the NFL is gonna to have to donate like two, three million tests or something. I like eh, they have enough money. They do, but the NHL doesn't. Right? That's what we <laughs> well, talked about. the NHL about, is like a whole different leagues. story. The yeah.
1: NHL is a whole different story. I'll tell you what, them too. The NHL will. I think they will play. They're basically gonna get get a jumbo jet, one one place in Europe, get everybody on the plane who are tested. All the Europeans come back with the neutral sites. You I know talked what the
0: this- NHL is talking, and it's it's the most legitimate, and they seem to be kind of serious about it is uh, Alberta, it is Calgary and Edmonton. Yeah, they're the only an hour Calgary. apart. Yeah. And basically, they haven't, because Bettman brought it up, and people don't realize the logistics of this stuff. It's it's not just the games, not just the test. He's like, we need a lot of, like, living quarters. You know, you can't just take over a count. There needs to be room. Like, in where, where are we staying? Where, where are you going to put 16 NHL teams in one city, right? And then it comes in, what about practice rinks? What about multiple rinks? And then Calgary meets a lot of the criteria. Well, they got a lot everything. of facilities there. My brother lives there. It's, yeah, and the there's thing a about lot rugby. of hockey rinks there. Like teams could practice. You can yes. even squeeze games in at the University of Calgary in Edmonton. Yes. There's probably like 10, 12 rinks in the province, Cam, right? You know, there's a lot. Oh, of know, like hotels even, yeah. and everything, you know? Maybe even more. Yeah, Because there's really- no fans. You don't even need a big arena. And all the ice is good out there. That's another thing, too. The ice is good.
1: Oh, yeah. Edmonton's ice has got voted the best in the NHL year after year. Calgary and Edmonton, good proximity, too, Gabe. You've talked about it. I've been there a lot.
0: Very wide open spaces. Yeah, it makes a lot Canada, of sense. Canada, not as hit as hard as the States. Well, it's managed better in Canada. And Alberta, not as hit as hard as Ontario and Quebec. Um, it's been like more of an East coast thing, uh, almost, uh, but interesting. And one last thing about this, um, governor Cuomo from New York, who's been very like, I don't even ask me about sports very, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to wait. He actually came out and stated, yes, I do think it's possible for the Yankees and the Mets to play. Yeah. And he said, without fans. And he said, I think we'll get to the, to, to a place where, yeah, we can, you know, think about how do we play baseball? And he goes, I'd love to see it. And he goes, I know everyone wants it on TV. So it's not like, you know, these guys don't want it. It's just they. it needs to be done properly um, in, in the right fashion. All right. So one last thing about this, um, a lighter side of the virus here. Uh, Cam, funny story uh, here um, in, uh, in Belgium. Belgium. Big problem right now in Belgium. Belgians are being called upon to eat French fries at least twice a week. As they have more than 750,000 tons of potatoes that are at risk of being thrown away. Uh oh, they're encouraging people to crush. Go to your local, uh, you know, diner and uh, hotspot and uh, crush, uh, crush some French fries twice a week. <laughs> Good old Belgium. I like that. Yeah, it's not like they're saying Brussels
1: sprouts or kale. We get fr- we get French fries. No, I've heard a lot of things about potatoes, Gabe. It's one of those uh, things. I've heard other places too uh, with with the crops, but. Uh, yeah, and you you brought up a great point when you sent me the picture. The best is everyone rags on you about ketchup. You're like, see, the Euros, they use mayo. They like yeah, mayonnaise, the with picture in may- yeah. Yeah. mayonnaise with their fries. Belgium was mayonnaise. Mayonnaise on mayonnaise, fries is awesome. People don't get it. Like, I mix it up. I'll do ketchup sometimes, but I love mayo on fries.
0: Yeah, they can. In case you're wondering, they can't get the potatoes out to uh, to other places. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's no flights. There's no supply chain type thing. That's why, like, even in Florida now, they're burying food in the ground and stuff. Like they can't, they can't keep up. You know what I mean? They have all this food. It's crazy because people are hungry, but there's no trucks. There's no system chain. There's no, everything is just sort of broken uh, right now. But I thought you'd get a kick out of that, camp <laughs> That's great. You gotta, hey, everyone's gotta be a patriot sometimes. You gotta take one for your country sometimes. I'm gonna have Bel- fries. Belgi- Real Belgians are being asked uh, to take one for the team. <laughs> in
1: honor of you, Gabe. Yeah, French fries for me too. Not just in Belgium, in my house.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, talking about um, tanking for Trevor, who do you think will be the worst team in the National Football League this year?
1: Uh, I'd have to have Jacksonville on the list. I would have to have. I don't even think Miami. I think they're going to be okay. Who else do I think? Uh, yeah, Jacksonville looks real good to me right now. Is bad. Cincinnati could be bad again. Even with, I still uh, think Cincinnati will be a little bit better. Um, who else? That's about it. Yeah, I, I, I can't really see, like, who else? The Redskins? I think the Redskins will win a few games with that defense. The Redskins,
0: the Jags. If I had a
1: bet right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars will have the worst record. Okay, listen, the according NFL to the, the
0: oddsmakers, the Jags are the worst team in the league. They're, I like, think. the biggest shot. 200 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Yep. The Redskins are 150 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. The Bengals are 150 to 1. And then the Giants are 80 to 1. The Giants are getting underestimated. What about the Jets? What are they? Seventy to one. Well, you yeah. got the Jets is the worst team in the league now. Oh, I don't
1: think. No, I don't think so. I told you. I said Jacksonville. I'm just saying. I want to know where the Jets are. What about no Detroit? Problem.
0: Sixty-six to
1: one. Uh, I think Detroit will be okay. Better than uh, most. It's Jacksonville. Jacksonville's going to be the worst team in the league. Jacksonville and Our I Washington's del-
0: a clown, like we I, talked
1: about. Yeah, I kind of like your Washington play. I think their offense will struggle, but their defense could uh, keep them in some
0: games. But yeah, Jaguars for sure. Wow. All right. Um, Jaguars. We got our questions of the day. How many, uh, I wanted to... Uh,
1: we can just bang off one if we don't have yeah. a lot of time. We'll do them the other day.
0: Yeah, what do we got here? We got a lot. Uh, pick a got,
1: you pick one or two that we can fit in, and uh, we'll do the rest uh,
0: as we move forward. Uh, we're, we're on the clock. Uh, how long, our boy asked, how long um, until we do think there'll be fans uh, at games? Mm, not this year. No, not this year. They might try it though,
1: Gabe. They might try it with like no fans and then do sparringly. Like, we're going to let 5,000 people go. I can
0: see college football doing that. Like saying, all right, we'll let yeah, 30,000 people in a 100,000 seat stadium type thing to try to squeeze the money out. Yeah, I don't know though. I think, and you know, there's one thing, there's one thing that even, even the people, the open them up guys, like even DeSantis in Florida, he even he says no fans. He's like, yeah, yeah I want sports, but with no fans. Like they realize fans is a bad recipe. <laughs> like yes, you cannot is. put eighty thousand people in a stadium. But it doesn't mean that we can't. Uh, um, it doesn't mean that we can't. Uh, we can't have games uh, again. All right. Now, the questions that we didn't get to, uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely catch up to uh, tomorrow. We save these. Um, do you guys believe in uh, in the Tampa Bay Buccaneer hype? The team total went from nine to nine and a half. It's too yeah. high. No, they're gonna have a big target on
1: their back too. I agree. I think people want to hit TB, just all these things. They think their problems are gonna go away. They still have work to do on the defensive side of the ball. Remember, Tom Brady's old too. So he, if he gets hit and beat down, this whole season could go crumbling down. I think it's a very dangerous bet, and the Saints are still good. I think Matt Rule had a good draft with Carolina. They might be a b- another bad team, Gabe, but I think he's going to do it in a couple of years, build it. No, I think Tampa Bay wins like eight or nine. They do not get to 10.
0: Now, one thing as well, when people talk about the New England Patriots and oh, they're done and there's, you know, without Tom Brady and all this type of stuff, you and I talked about their defense. Awesome. And this, this is going to be a, a football team. This is going to be a, a football team that's, uh, that's built on defense. Now, the Patriots actually scored more points than I thought they did. They put up 25 points per game. Um, but if you look down the stretch, the last three games of the, the year, they scored 20 points. Yep. Um, you know, they scored 23 points a game. I'm just stating, it's not like their offense was great last year anyways. I agree. Like, I know it's Jared Stidham now, but it's not like, you know, they were killing it and lighting it up uh, last year anyways. They'll win games like 17-16, as I told you, Gabe. Yeah. Unders with New England, lots of running. You know, one thing, though, one thing, listen, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, these, normally the hype team like this, if you look at the Buccaneers, Tom Brady's not, uh, Tom Brady's not young. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is, like, not healthy, you know? If you go down the list, and now you throw in a fact, They'll be on primetime Time television a million times under normal circumstances suddenly, which makes it harder. Remember last year, Cleveland was a big hype team.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Let's bring in Sports Grid's George Kirkstar right now. Talk some NFL football, some Major League Baseball, and uh, some uh, wrap-ups of loose ends as well with uh, Colonel Kirk. What's going on, George? Doing well, Gabe.
3: How you doing?
0: Doing all right. We're doing all right. I'm sort of seeing a light at the end of the tunnel uh, here. The sun is uh, shining. Uh, NASCAR is set to return in mid-May. Nothing official uh, yet. Uh, the German Soccer League set to begin in mid-May as well. And uh, yeah, it's time for you, George. You're a big baseball fan, so uh, get ready for some Korean baseball as uh,
3: ESPN will be uh, broadcasting the Korean Baseball League. Yeah, I don't think I'll learn the players, but it will be on the TV. At, th- at this point now, Gabe, seriously, I would watch basketball if it was on. Uh, college football, I would definitely watch college football if it was on. It's uh, it's hard without any license. There's nothing to root for right now. How many old TV shows can I watch? We well, had the draft, you know. He said we had the draft, and at least that was a live event.
0: Uh, but you know, slowly but surely, live sports, team sports are the biggest issue, right? NASCAR—they're in their cars. It's a, it's a little bit different. Uh, the UFC—the fighters don't make any money. They're kind of—they don't have a choice. <laughs> they're kind of being forced uh, to fight whether they want to or not. Baseball is another story. But we'll get to the baseball landscape. I look forward to your your opinion on the baseball uh, situation. Uh, but me and Cam were just talking about uh, trevor lawrence so trevor lawrence is you know projected to be the top pick in the draft uh, next year things change uh yet you know a couple of years ago people were saying this is the greatest quarterback ever you know the best college quarterback ever the best nfl prospect ever people and you know people that have seen everyone play said it's the only college quarterback they've ever seen that you could drop on an nfl team like they he could have basically had a high school type of deal but Players change, right? I mean, Christian Hackenberg was a can't-miss prospect at one point in time, um, and you know, Christian Hackenberg's out of football uh, right now. You know, Trevor Lawrence isn't uh, isn't Christian Hackenberg, uh, obviously. But who, you know, if you look at the landscape in the National Football League, it's always difficult. It's hard to say who's the worst is going to be. almost as hard as going to who's it's going to be the best is going to be. But we were discussing. Who is going to have the top pick in the draft next year? And it seems like Jacksonville are the obvious uh, candidates for this. Would you agree? Who do you think is going to be the worst team in the National
3: Football League? Oh, I do agree. I think Jacksonville's going to do the Miami from last year, where they're going to, trade play, going to keep trading players all throughout the season. Uh, I'm not going to say they're, uh, what was it? We had the suck for Sam, the tank for Tua, and now it's the lose for Lawrence, I'm hearing. Is that what we're looking oh, yeah, That's here? a good one. That's a good one, Kurtz. I like I, that. That's not well, mine. Tank, tank for Trevor is pretty good because it's TNT, but lose for Lawrence has got a ring to it. Uh, that, I saw that on Twitter today. Someone, someone was trying to say that that's what the Patriots are doing, that they're doing the lose for. Ah, yeah. ah that's, that's idiotic. There's no way Bill Belichick is tanking for anybody. All right, he he believes in and we'll see how that works out. But I think it's Jacksonville. If I was to put my money on the worst team right now, I do think it's Jacksonville. I guess. I mean, who else are you gonna put there? Washington. Carolina? I can see Carolina, Washington. Okay, I'll give you Washington. Yeah, they're what not. What about the Bengals?
0: Are the Bengals just gonna be good suddenly because Joe Burrow's
3: there? Not really. I, I don't I think, think so. I think they're top, bottom five, bottom eight. I think Jacksonville could be worse because I think Jacksonville's trying. You know, when I say tank, players never tank. All right, Everything they no. do is on film. They want to win, but organizations tank. Uh, GMs tank by trading yes. players away. They they don't mind getting bad, especially if they have job security here. So I think Jacksonville's is going to trade Naguakwe. I think they're going to trade Fournette. I think they'll trade anything they can get value for up until the trade deadline, whenever that may be. But how about if you were the Cincinnati Bengals,
0: and you were terrible once again this year, except Joe Burrow was good, and you got the top pick again? And then you had Joe Burrow and then another top pick, right? You'd really start to build something uh, mo- moving forward. But I think the Bengals will be good enough to squeeze out four or five wins or, or whatever. They'll win a few football games. I don't have a ton of confidence in their coach, to be honest. But, you know, if you're looking ahead right now, Justin Fields, quarterback out of Ohio State, he's going to be right there as well. It's going to be one of those deals. What type of quarterback are you looking for? But Justin Fields, poised uh, to have a great year, except – we're in a weird situation right now, and it's interesting, as far as these rookies are concerned, about NFL teams, do you sign the guy right away? You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing going on now. You're sort of planning to play, but you're not planning to play. A lot of times, rookie contract negotiations can get kind of, you know, they can get tricky uh, to, in normal circumstances, it's going to be interesting now, especially with the NFL thinking we're going to be losing revenue and stuff like that. It's going to be, you know, we haven't really gotten into a lot of the business stuff yet, George. That it hasn't really hit the fan yet. It's not your problem. It's not my problem. It's these rich
3: guys' problems. Uh, but they're going to have some problems soon. Oh, they are. You see it more in baseball than anything else. Everything in baseball here is always May 31st. Yeah, that's the that's really a drop dead deadline. Because once that happens, the players don't get paid anymore. The 170 million that they were they were yeah. getting, which I think is 275 per that's player. That's a big offhand.
0: difference, George. You
3: know, we briefly brought it up earlier. Four billion dollars or 170 million. All right. So that, that for baseball, that's the drop-dead deadline date, right? Hockey's already come out and said the salary cap will be 81.5 next year. They're not going to lower it any uh, lower than that, but it's not going up to the 85, 86 they thought it would be. We haven't heard what the NBA is going to do yet. There's and don't forget,
0: waiting. the NHL got a lot of their season in, so they already got a lot of the revenue, and baseball hasn't pulled in anything.
3: It hasn't pulled in a damn dime yet. You know, listen, baseball, Yankees, God. Well, George,
0: sorry, they have, because they haven't refunded people's season tickets or anything like
3: that. Right, and I, don't think, I think the TV money's up front as well, and they're not going to give that back. No, right. they'll, owe, they'll owe them they'll commercial owe. time. Right, they'll owe them time. But the time. thing is,
0: think if you're the NBA and there's no playoffs. You owe for the playoffs. You don't get to just say, well, we'll give you commercials for a regular season game. It's like, no, no, we paid you for the NBA Finals, right? We didn't get the NBA Finals. So next year, it's we free. get the NBA Finals for free. You owe us all those commercials. You didn't give us the money back. That's not a good time
3: for a league, George. They don't have the money. It's like a pyramid scheme, this stuff. No, it's a huge loss. I mean, all these NBA, NHL playoffs—that's where the money is, where everybody watches. Here, we all watch single games, but playoffs is where everybody watches, especially the finals. So it's major, major bucks coming here. It's yeah, where that's, where, thats where the ad revenue comes from, like because they raise
0: the price for it. There's a premium. That's where the ratings, exactly come from. Yeah. makes
3: sense. And we all saw what the ratings were for the uh, the NFL draft. They were off the charts because there's nothing else to watch. So even your casual fan has it on. Like I said, I, I'm. I'm not an NBA guy. I've watched very few NBA games, but if it came back, I'd have it on because I'd want to watch and root for something. So the uh, absolutely I think it's coming back. And I think uh, I think each league is going to try to come back somewhere in July is my guess here. My question is always going to be what happens when player player or players get the virus? Especially if it's a top player. You know, especially in NBA. LeBron well, gets you're out.
0: Then he's out. It is what it is. They're not well, gonna shut the league down.
3: Yeah, that, that's the question. That team has just sunk. Oh, you scratch off the Lakers. LeBron's if Aaron done.
0: Judge gets the virus, he gets the virus, bro. That's that.
3: <laughs> it's going to add a weird dynamic. Someone brought this up for football, Gabe. Uh, once again, this is, I think I saw this on Twitter or somewhere. That not it more important than ever in the NFL to have a good backup quarterback this year? Because suppose your quarterback, you know, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, gets the virus. That's at least a month he's out. At least. Right,
0: yeah. Uh, what are you gonna well, do? That? Yeah, you're out. You're out two weeks to 17 days. Just like if you're not an athlete, so you're wiped out, weak, and you can't just come back and play two days after having coronavirus. And the problem is that's why they need to the test it, George. Because if your right fielder has it, there's a good chance your center fielder might have got it. You know what I mean? And how do you not know? And just because he doesn't show the symptoms right now doesn't mean he doesn't have it. He might show symptoms in nine days or something. That was the problem in Korea, George. They've been trying, bro, to put this baseball together for, like, eight weeks, man. Like, literally. Like, they've been in training. They've had all four guys on one team got it, shut it down, shut the practice down, shut the scrimmages down. But they actually have testing. So they're basically testing everybody all the time. And it's like, all right, you have it. You know, you go away. We'll go on without you. And then they start the next day without that guy. But they need to know, did anyone else get it from you? It's, it's, a, it's, it's a tricky challenge, and Major League Baseball players, it's not the Taiwanese League with five teams, bro. And the guys in the Taiwanese League aren't making $38 million a year like some big league players are. And if you're Bryce Harper, you're not really in a hurry to get, like, swab stuck up your nose right now, George. You know what I'm saying? It's
3: going gonna, it's gonna to be tricky because as you uh, were sort of saying there, Odds, like I said, if judge gets it. Odds are, then Brett Gardner might have it, right? And you got to test the whole team. What happens if five, six players have it, even though they're asymptomatic, they're not showing yep. anything? Yeah. They, they still have to be shut down, though, right? Yeah. So and take then, then out. What,
0: yeah, and then that team's out. Now, what about the schedule?
3: You're exactly <laughs> right. These are
0: the things that you almost have to put it in. You make up the rules before almost, as in, if the Mets get knocked out, the Mets get knocked out. We're
3: not shutting the league down when one team gets knocked out, right? Like it's gonna get to that. I think it's going to, There's gonna be no minor leagues this year. So I think if let's say, no. let's say for giggles, yeah, the Yankees had 12 players. Oh my God, 12 players have it and they can't play. They call leaguers, up. Yeah, they call up. You're gonna see a truckload of minor leaguers. And it's that, funny to say Yankees. that
0: actually, because it's not just the big leaguers that you would need there. You would almost need the minor leaguers on standby. Yes. And that's that's a whole new crew, and they need to be practicing. Where are they gonna play? Where are they living? That costs money. And just because they're minor leaguers doesn't mean that they can't spread a virus just as easily as a big leaguer, right? Like, you're in—baseball is just so challenging, but there's
3: so much money at stake, Kurtz, $4 billion. That's just for the players. Oh, they're going to try. They're going to try and play this. Everything we're hearing now is somewhere, they hope, in mid-July, get about 80 to 100 games in. Regular season will go through October, and then they'll try and— They need uh, a month, though,
0: to get ready again.
3: They need, like, another spring training. They need three weeks, right? That's what they're saying. Yeah, two to three Minimum weeks. Minimum three weeks, yeah. So, okay, let's say
0: three weeks. Yeah, yeah. it really wouldn't be, like, okay, let's say June 1st. I think it's more realistic, George, August. Because it's not just to get the players on board, and then logistically. You have to set this up. You have to get the rooms. You have to, like, you know what I mean? You know, bear, you know the three different city idea of, okay, uh, Dallas, Tampa. It's. I'm thinking August. I'm thinking baseball potentially starts in August, and and then plays through like until you know October, but neutral fields type thing, right? It's not going to be in in the normal stadiums. You saw that. I don't know if you saw the other day the story about the NFL. Uh, we talked about it on this show about um, they're sort of thinking mid-October. The NFL is starting to give up on on September 10th that Thursday night. It's just with with camps and everything. It's just it's kind of tight for them, and there's kind of some unknowns, but they're not – the NFL is going to play. But they've already got a contingency plan. They're going to drop the bye weeks, and uh, they would start in mid-October and go – the Super Bowl would be February 28th now.
3: I sort of like that idea. I hate the month of February, so the more you can kill that month with football, I'm fine with that. I did see that. There'd be no bye weeks, uh, stuff like that. There'd be no week between the conference championship game and the Super Bowl to cut the season down two weeks there. So uh, that could work, but it's funny it's funny that, it's funny that they, they think that helps somehow, right?
0: Like they, they did the same thing in Australia, where for the AFL Football League, we're gonna start the league, but instead of 23 uh, games, we're gonna play 17. And George, they actually shaved three minutes off the quarters. <laughs> they were like, or four minutes, excuse me. They were like, instead of 20 minute quarters, it's now 16 minute quarters. It's like, guys, like you're still spreading a virus. Like It doesn't matter whether you're going to play 20 minutes in the first quarter or 16 minutes, right?
3: That's just PR.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's sort of like, are you making anyone safer by giving them less rest now, George?
3: Yeah, you're that, putting that, them more at risk. That's just PR. That makes little, very little sense to me here. I, I, but don't you find it interesting with the NFL? If they're saying they can't play until October 15th, then how is Major League Baseball, the NBA... And the NHL are going to play before that? If football's admitting we don't think we can play till October 15th, they probably can't. Uh, no, but you know what? The other
0: thing is there's there's reasons. NBA, uh, George, there's 15 guys on a team only. NFL, there's 53 guys on a team. It's just the math alone, right there. Uh, another thing, NBA, NBA is going right into their playoffs. It's only 16 teams suddenly. It's not. It's not 32 teams. It was 53 guys. It's 16 teams of 15 guys. Um, they don't have to play the whole season. The NBA, they only need to play their playoffs, and they're already talking about moving series just to best of three or five and stuff like that. At least at the, the opening round, they can blast through that, George, in a month, man. You know what I mean? Like they have basically they don't need the days off anymore because you're on the um, you're in a neutral court in Vegas. The, the NBA would be in Vegas. So they have a couple of arenas. They play a bunch of games a day. And uh, you could even go a couple of times back-to-back. Remember the old school in playoffs you used to do that? Remember in hockey, they used to do that sometimes. Yes. The old back-to-back, Friday night, Saturday. I remember the, the, the Sabres, and Canadians used to do that. They still do it every now and then now. Yeah. like but And now, like, you wouldn't have to travel. So you really could do it. No one could complain. It's like, shut up, dude. You're playing Saturday afternoon at 2 in the afternoon in Vegas. And we'll play Sunday night in Vegas. There's two games in a series, Bing. You can literally go through series in, like, five days and stuff. And the NBA, not a lot of series actually go the distance. There's a competitive disbalance. So, like, the NHL is a problem because every series goes seven games. There's 23 guys each on a hockey team. There's a bunch of coaches behind the bench. It's hard not to social distance as a hockey player. Like, uh, like baseball, George, um, the players wouldn't be in the dugout. They'd be in the stands
3: spread out. Yeah, baseball you can do it. You have somebody on deck, the manager in the dugout. You can have like three or four guys in the dugout and Yeah, a couple guys 60. in the
0: dugout, a couple other guys in the front row above the dugout, you yeah. just have the gate open, have like a ball boy open the gate for the players come in and out. You know what I mean?
3: It would look pretty wicked. I would, actually it would be kind of fun to see that. Baseball yeah, can you know, do how
0: that like sort of softball park feel. You'd right, see the like, judge
3: with his bat like waiting in the stands. Like I like oh, to have oh, those guys about Mike, too. Have a mic in this, you know, what are they saying in the stands? Oh, fastball. You know, stuff like that was coming. I think the baseball the issue is going to be. Uh, you know, home plate, batter, catcher, umpire. That's three guys very close to each other all yeah. game long. Nothing, you know, first base is okay. The, ball. the umpire we'll, needs to we'll wear a glove. He needs to wear a glove. Well, let yeah. me ask you a question, Gabe. I, I don't know your opinion on this, actually, uh, as far as Quest Tech. No more home plate umpire. Wouldn't this be the time in a shortened season? A season that, let's face it, is not going to be like any other. Let's do it. Let's start it. And, and you get rid of and, that problem. And let's be real,
0: George. This virus, you know, is it's it doesn't discriminate. There's been different people that have passed from different, you know, groups and stuff, but um heavier set people uh, it's a problem. And look at some of these umps, bro. You're gonna drop these guys out there in Arizona in the middle of a virus and stuff, like some of these umps get it. They're dying, George. I'm not being grim and stuff, like they're not gonna recover, bro. You know, what oh, I, I agree. You'll some get new hundred no pounds. Some of these big gumps, bro. Some of these guys aren't in shape, man. It's Like you almost have to tell them you can't work this year. Like but, well, you're, you're, you know what I mean. And some of these guys are sixty-four and stuff, bro. It's like you're a sixty-three-year-old man, you weigh two
3: hundred and sixty pounds, and there's a pandemic that's killing old, heavy people. <laughs> Think of Joe West alone. Probably the most famous umpire there is. a Complete moron, but he's up there. He's in terrible shape. Cowboy Joe, he gets it. And what would happen, by the way, if an umpire got it and died? What was even still going on? Well, it's not a good look for the league. No. <laughs> well, we wanted the money, and... Uh, <laughs> he signed a waiver.
0: I like what someone said. Somebody said, if everything's so safe, how come we don't open schools up? Yeah, Because you kind of know, well, we can't mess with the kids, right? <laughs> All right, we'll continue to...
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Game time, decision continues. I am Gabriel Muretz. We're throwing it down with George Kurtz. So right now, SB Nation Radio, the loudest nation in the nation. Uh, we're talking Major League Baseball. We'll get uh, back to the Dallas Cowboys and we'll talk a little bit about uh, lose for Lawrence. I like that. Lose for Lawrence as opposed to a tank for Trevor. But we're just talking about Major League Baseball. and oh, There's so many little issues. Like, think about like, the, the... And, like, basically in Korea, that's the deal. Like, the umpire... The umpire has a glove on. So when he throws a new ball to the pitcher, he hasn't touched it with anything. But the problem is... You go through a lot of balls now, too, right? Because everyone's touching the ball and stuff. And it's almost recommended, George, after every play, throw the ball out, bro. Like, think about it. So ground ball to shortstop, bing. Shortstop picks it up. Sweating, drooling. Like, there's fluids, guys. There just is. I coughed here alone at home, and it freaked me out. I don't know. I never noticed it before. I actually saw the particles, George. I was like, oh, my God. You'll (laughs) do it. Yeah, yeah.
3: You you, you cough, you sneeze. I mean, exactly. So, you
0: can't avoid that. So, guys, let's say a guy has a shortstop baseball, throws it to first base, first baseman, and then human nature somehow wipes his brow. George, you know what I mean? He's like, God, it's hot here in Arizona or Texas today. Wipes his forehead. Yeah, bro, you just wiped the virus in your forehead. (laughs) Like, you almost have to, right after the, the play is done, ding, you roll the ball. Roll the ball into the dugout. That's gone, that ball. It's dead. Disinfect it. You can bring them back. You know what I mean? There's just so many little challenges with baseball. There's nine guys, George. Right? There's so many different like people that touch the ball and everything.
3: You know, our producer Martin just uh, brought up. You can't throw the ball around the horn after an out or after a strikeout. Throwing it no, around, not, not gonna happen. Right? Back to the pitcher. That's it. Keep it as keep it from touching as l- the least amount of people as possible. You know, and that's a smart thing to do. The game will change a little Guys, bit. Guys, we're talking, talking about should all should should outs become force outs now? No, I don't think you want to change the rules of the game. I don't. I mean, a tag. Are is you done with seven innings? No, no. Are you you, you that
0: one upset you because that's actually been brought up? And you seven know double-headers.
3: Uh, yeah. double-headers. Yeah, Seven
0: double headers. I heard seven double headers. Yeah, double seven innings. But I tell you, that other seven inning things come up before George. Yes. That yes. It games has. Short are days. too long for TV. Millennials, younger people, it's just too long. You're so you you put your foot down in seven innings. You're like no 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 no.
3: I don't want. Seven innings gives the advantage to the teams that have uh, a better starting pitching staff, right? Because you got even, to, even the
0: bullpen too. I mean, yeah, you get a guy that goes four innings, five innings, and then have you
3: throw your bullpen, bullpen, bullpen you in. Can it's done. Kill that bullpen. If you, uh, you want to use that bullpen, are <laughs> right? I mean, gonna be a lot of doubleheaders no matter what we do. So your bullpen is gonna be taxed to put it nicely, the pitch here. I asked this to a couple of friends not in the industry. Gabe, at what point does this season become, all right, it's just baseball, but I don't really care anymore? Because how many games have to be played for, for you to be happy? For you to say, well, okay,
0: that's the thing. See. Does it become bastardized, right? You're asking for a championship. So how many I, games? Listen, I brought it up as a Toronto Raptor fan. I'm a Raptor fan. We're the defending champions. If we go to Vegas and play for five weeks on a neutral court in some tournament— And we get bounced. Did we really just like, that's not defending our, you know what I mean? Did we really, but I'll be honest, if we win, then I'll be like, hey, we won the championship, right? Like the team that wins is going to win a championship. Everyone else is going to be like, man, that was garbage. You know what I mean? we didn't even play at home or we didn't defend this or this or that. It's a good point. One, One executive told Jeff Passan, um, 60 days is the cutoff, George. Can you live with that? 60 days, 60 games, like two months. And it was basically the World Cup of baseball format. It's like a World Cup. Like it would be, it's not like single elimination, but basically six different hubs of the divisions and you sort of move on through a two-month tournament sort of bracket and you have a
3: champion. Is that a World Series champion for you? No, it won't be. Baseball is designed to be a marathon. But it's, it's not, a- not a champion. It's just sort of an asterisk, right? 2020. Asterisk. You know what I mean? I, I'll i give you an asterisk, fine. Uh, but I'm not going to – listen, if the Yankees won. I'd be happy the Yankees won. But I, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh, wow, great, Yankees won. You know, I wouldn't feel the same. would you get a T-shirt, Yankee Champions? Yes. Uh, no, yes, I, I wouldn't yes. buy one. I would not – I don't buy one anyway. So that, that's an easy question Oh, for I'm sorry. I haven't
0: won in a long time, George. So, yeah. Oh, nine. I was wearing
3: it yesterday, by the way. It's funny you yes, I was wearing the O9 one. one yesterday. 11 uh, years
0: since you've had that chance. Sorry. <laughs> but no, I'm a Dodger fan. It's been a lot longer
3: than that. For me, Gabe, I, you know, baseball's designed long season, 162, to weed out the teams that get off to a hot start. Anything that feels like a tournament, I'm not going to feel the same way about. You well, that's why the two team. teams
0: have a chance suddenly.
3: Yes, anybody would. In the 60 so games, anybody would. Blue Jays would.
0: Can get hot, and right. you know, start crushing home runs, and there it is. Well, it's the same thing, George. Let's say the Stanley Cup playoffs. Let's say there's there's talk they want to play in Calgary, in Alberta, and in Edmonton and Calgary, potentially. Because um, they have the arenas. They have the infrastructure. It hasn't been as hit hard by the virus, et cetera. So that's on the table. Um, Part of being a Stanley Cup champion, especially the Stanley Cup, part of being a champion in these sports, the NBA and the NHL, is going through the grind of the road, George. Yes. The, the two-month journey. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like the Raptors, when they won, bro, it was game seven. Game is tied with, like, the Sixers. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, you need to nearly lose your life in the playoffs a couple of times to earn it. You know what I mean? It has to be that, oh, my God, it's this is tense. We're in double overtime, and we're down two games to none like the Raptors were. like It was like, if we lose this, we're, we're in a lot of trouble. And ended up winning the title. It's that emotion and the, the resiliency of a team. After we come back, man, we're down 0-2. We just lost both games at home. we got to go on the road. right? That's the true heart of a champion. But everybody's playing under the same
3: rules now, George, so we can't say it's not real. But I wonder this. Now, you wrote the NHL. If they, if they played Edmonton and Calgary... What about the Flames and Oilers? Do they get to play at their home field, their home ice rinks? I mean, that's not right. I and mean, the same thing goes to baseball, by the way. They play in yeah, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. well, that's The Texas Rangers, the Rangers are playing at home. Right. Do the Rangers get to play in the brand-new stadium while everybody else – Well, get to play that's, at that's where a beef will come, and it won't be the stadium.
0: It'll become, so what, these guys get to live at home? Right. I'm quarantined in a hotel down the street, and this guy's driving home? That's not fair, right?
3: Nope. They're going to say he's got a bigger advantage in life right now. I'm locked up in a hotel room all day. And he does. There's no doubt. There's, you can't convince me that they don't. You mentioned ba- uh, basketball is going to do it in Vegas. Okay, no one plays in Vegas. That's fine. You know, it Everyone, makes sense. You, you drop say, them
0: in Vegas, Yeah, you, a bunch of hotels are
3: empty, George. You can spread them out. You know what I mean? It's even, so everyone's even. But you do it in baseball, you're going to go to all these other home team ballparks or hockey, going to other home team arenas. Well, you almost have to take the team. Like, the Rangers, you don't get to play in Texas.
0: We're putting you in Florida. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? And Florida, you guys, the the Rays, you, no, 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 you're not playing in Tampa. You're going to Phoenix. <laughs> you, know? you would have to be. And you know that's going to happen because too many teams are going to bitch. Oh, competitively, other teams are going to say, hey. That was the problem when the Expos, when I covered the Expos, when they went to Puerto Rico, people didn't realize that the competitive disbalance that it caused in the, in the NL East that year because suddenly, the teams were in Puerto Rico. It wasn't, like, as tough as it was playing in Montreal, right? Like, Montreal was hard. Like, Montreal didn't have a lot of fans in the games. The teams lost in Montreal a lot. You know, the Expos were good. Um, the players went to the strip clubs in Montreal a lot. They partied in Montreal. And it caused, like, an imbalance. And teams in the, in the, in the division were getting mad about it, about who was playing the games in Puerto Rico and who wasn't. And some teams were unhappy that they had to go to Puerto Rico and other teams didn't. They were like, look, we have to come back from Puerto Rico and then go to play the Dodgers. The Mets played the Expos in Montreal. They never went. Right. And it started, I remember at the time, GMs in a division were squawking about the schedule, the way it played out.
3: But in a time like this, in a crisis, George, some guys are going to have to just bite the bullet and shut up. Oh, I agree. You, you, oh, it's going to be bad PR if you're bitching about some, some kind of scheduling when everyone's just lucky to be playing. I mean, uh, and, uh, I think you wrote in your Twitter, I was reading your Twitter today, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Baseball and the union, they're going to go at it. Because <laughs> the union already feels they have an agreement. And we already agreed to this. We get $170 million through May, and then when we play, we get full pay. But I think the owners are saying, well, when we sort of did that, we didn't know there'd be no fans in the stands and we are going to lose our gate. So they yeah. want to redo that, and the players are not going to go for it because the players are going to say, hey, we're putting our lives at risk. Yeah. Right? We're the ones playing. You're going to stay at home in your nice, comfy, real uh, no, cash. What's amazing, George, about this is that people don't really bring up the
0: collective bargaining agreement is up. <laughs> they were already not getting along. No. There no. was already a feeling, and you, you follow baseball closely, so you know this, there was already a feeling, and it's not a feeling; it was a fact, that
3: baseball owners were hoarding their money. That's, they always, were. that's always the feeling that baseball will never. Someone actually proposed. No, but they really were this time. The Red Sox
0: make a ton of money, cut payroll. The Dodgers have been kind of tighter. Yankees spend money on coal reluctantly, only under public pressure by their fans. There has been a holding back. Look at the the soft markets for these guys. Dallas Keuchel didn't get signed. You know what I mean, Harper? And I know they're asking for a lot of money. There's clearly a little collusion thing
3: going on amongst the owners to get payment down, George. There's without a doubt. Uh, I agree. I completely. Agree. I think there always is, by the way, most years. And uh, wouldn't you say it's kind of, of highlighted years. now over the last couple of years? The Red Sox doing what they did it raises a big red flag. A uh, Red Sox who
0: print money. Yeah, if you're a player and you're in a league, you're like, look, winning teams are cutting pay now.
3: Really, guys? This is where we're going. The only thing I could say, you know, if the Red Sox, if their plan was, okay, we'll trade Mookie Betts because we don't want to pay him right now because we're going to suck anyway, but then we'll sign him free agency. Okay, I can buy that because you get a couple of guys, you know, we're not, we weren't going to win anyway this year. Let Betts go. We'll get some prospects, and then we'll sign them to the $300 million deal next year. I'm fine with that. That was their strategy. But if they're trying to sell to me that they couldn't afford him, the Red Sox, are you kidding me? It's another organization that prints money, just that the owners wanted to make more money. That's that's all it is. I know I'm, I'm a big Keith Law guy, uh, Gabe. And yep. Lord knows a lot about the business of baseball. And Lord will tell you, every team makes money. And every team, every team, including the Padres, including the Royals, could have signed both Harper and Machado last year and still made money. The yep. question it comes down to, how much money do you want to make?
0: So Jeffrey Loria made money every year with the Marlins. Right. Every how year. how much? How much he, do you want to make? People didn't realize that, that you can make money by not trying in baseball. It's a flawed system. Like there's baseball has a lot of holes. Why do you look at what Derek Jeter's is doing? Derek Jeter I mean, and it doesn't have any interest in winning a World Series. Derek Jeter's there to make money. He saw that it was a cash guy, right? He got a free stadium from the taxpayers. Loria built them. He got a free stadium. He gets more in revenue sharing than his his salary is like the, than their salary is pretty much. Like it's embarrassing. You know Derek Jeter, nice guy. He uh, decided he said he's not going to take his five million dollar a year salary right now.
3: But the hell is he making $5 million a year for, George? You'll get no idea from me. I think what you said is correct. How, think, like, uh, honestly,
0: you're the head of the Marlins. Like, other CEOs don't even make that much money. You're successful teams. Like, why, like, Masai Ujiri of the, the Raptors, like the president of an NBA champion, and he built a team, and you run the Marlins, you're higher, you have one guy that makes more money than you.
3: Corey Dickerson makes uh, $8 million a year. Well, I, I mean, you think Gino, he, he's getting paid for his name, right? Because he had no GM experience or no owner experience, whatever you want to call it. He doesn't know really what, what he's doing. Not then, anyway. He's getting paid for his name. They put his name on the franchise to make it sound lo- more legitimate. He's done very little since. He's gotten yeah, rid of right. it. How it's, much like, money
0: if is it really his if we found out, right? He's the face of it.
3: He's the face. That's all he is.
2: In
0: yeah, but it's mind, so it's shady, time. bro. They don't even have an office. It's like they have a P.O. box in the Virgin Islands.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, I always find this interesting. If you're Derek Jeter, why would you even want to do this job? You got It's all the smearing money, your
0: reputation.
3: It's hurting it his reputation a lot, especially among New York Yankee fans, the way he's treated the Yankees and the way he's treated some of the employees at uh, in Florida. Uh, and the
0: players, yeah. And,
3: and, but the employee you've, I'm sure I know you've heard a story. Oh, I remember, I remember,
0: yeah, I know. The, the re- guy alone was terrible. Yeah, yeah, I remember even after last year, it was a disgrace. He fired the GM and he goes, we're just not on the same page. I'm here to win.
3: You're here to win. You gave the guy fifty bucks to work with. <laughs> he got rid of Andre Dawson and Tony Perez, two oh, yeah, yeah. making nothing. They were making like five, ten thousand, whatever it was, even just to fan be man, the man,
0: Even Marlon's man there, who can be a little obnoxious at times. But even Marlon's man, Jeter was like, I don't know who he is. I don't care. Like basically at the opening press conference. Uh it's like, dude, the guy's like your one season hit ticket holder, all right? He wears Marlon's gear everywhere for you. You know, show him a little bit of respect. You know, like just no. I'm Derek Jeter. You're lucky I own the team, and I'm never here and don't care about it. That's the way I see it. I'm not. Listen, I'm not an anti-Derek Jeter guy, but I'm also not a Yankee fan, right? So I see, I see the outside perspective. Um, I see the, I sort of see an outside perspective of it. All right, mercy rule. You down with a mercy rule
3: in baseball? Fourteen run lead. Yes. And this year, fine. Let's get, the, let's get it over with. Uh, save the players. I'd be okay with that, just for this year, not uh, not forever. No,
0: this one's a stupid idea. Ghost runners. I hate it. Hate it. You were talking about taking, you know, physical contact away. So basically, play automatics. No. Yeah. So the hitter hits the ball, runs whatever. He gets to second, and then he comes out. And there's no base runner. And if no. the next guy hits a double, then you he move scores. two bases. Right, exactly. automatics. No, automatics. no, yeah, no,
3: no. That's terrible. <laughs> and I, I don't. I never like the idea of play. Uh, they don't want games to go long, so you put a runner on second base to start the tenth inning or eleventh inning. No. Well, that's coming to, that's too. That's coming too. Hate it. I mean, come on. What is it? Maybe one game a week. At least it's not first and second like they did in the World Baseball and the World Cup. First, first and, first and second. second doesn't matter. Because the run around first doesn't really matter in that case. Yeah, no, it's true.
0: And it also, it was uh, it sets up options for double plays, right? It gives the defense a right. chance at third or second, et cetera.
3: And most but, of the kids, you're going to walk the first batter anyway to make it first and second. I know, but the thing the is, it doesn't,
0: it doesn't make it faster. I saw USA Canada, and it was a fun game. Dude, the extra innings turned into forever because they kept scoring everybody. <laughs> I, I, I you
3: know it's, what I mean? Like, it was like Votto came up, dang. It was like, hey, they just scored three runs. Yeah, because there was a guy in first and second already. <laughs> How many games each year go more than 12 innings? It's not a big percentage of games. I was I surprised really about the about
0: players liked the idea because they want to get out of there. They, yeah, they want to get paid.
3: They don't ca- players don't care about winning or losing. To they just want to get out. Right, job. Over. Can I go home? Yeah, they're like, I don't care. It's the 15th inning. Like, they don't care who wins at that point. <laughs> no, I, I think it's just silly. I don't want to change the game like that. I don't. All right, so we got 30 seconds. Uh, Cowboys, you like what they did? Loved what they did. He followed the board. Jerry Jones finally didn't make any off the board picks here. T- took chances on anybody. Followed his board. Pandemic was the best thing that happened to the Cowboys draft. I'll tell you what. One thing about Jerry Jones, and we got to get out of
0: here, but uh, one thing about Jerry Jones. I said earlier in the week, for all of his flaws, and he has flaws, the drafting has been good. The talent recognition has been good. You know, he'll miss every now and then with a character situation. But, you know, the the talent evaluation has been good for them. Always a pleasure. George Kurtz. uh, We'll catch you guys weekdays at 6.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.